In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God. Good morning, and a Happy New Year. For it is the first day of the Church New Year. In the Gospel, Jesus himself picks out the scripture for us today. We didn't pick it. He gave it. The Lord himself makes a declaration for us today. A declaration that all things are new and will never again be the same. And this train's bound for glory. Now, we can hear that declaration. We can hear it and we can ignore it and go on business as usual. Or we can hear him and act on what he says, act and go forth from this place transformed. And if we hear it and act upon what we hear, taking from this place what we have heard, we can go and transform the world. Now that is a tall order on a muggy September day. Big things are announced with declarations. On the very first 4th of July, and every year since, we Americans have declared self-evident truths of equality and inalienable rights. Yet we Americans are divided about what true equality is and what rights are right. It seems like there's a lot of talk about rights, but not much about responsibilities. And it doesn't seem to be getting better in, as the years go by. Yet in the kingdom of God, we must reach beyond earthly partisanships that may divide our differing opinions. We must reach beyond to declare that today a kingdom not of this world is in this world. And then we must go forth to act on earth as it is willed in heaven. A tall order on a humid September day. I am not inclined after church to be much moved. I am inclined more toward bowls of ice cream and the taking of a nap. Yet I dare you not to be stirred by the word of the Lord today. All eyes in the synagogue were focused on him, and so should ours be. He stood up and he read, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to preach good news to the poor, and to heal the brokenhearted. He has sent me to proclaim release to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Now forgive me if this sounds like a manifesto that turns downside things up. Are you poor or brokenhearted or a captive or blind or are you otherwise oppressed? 
your heart should leap with anticipation and hope. Eight years ago, I heard a dying woman on the streets of New Orleans after Katrina say, Don't cry, Father, a better day a coming. Today, the Lord declares this day, this day that she and the prophet Isaiah foretold. They declare that today is that day. Do we greet this day? Do we greet this day, and are we forever changed? Or do I think only about that bowl of ice cream and that nap that waits for me? And even when we nap, as it is sometimes appointed for the weakness of our flesh, lest you be too guilty about that, lest I be too guilty about that, when we nap, do we dare to dream dreams of the kingdom? Do we dare to see visions of the acceptable year of the Lord? Do we see more than a large, abundant, and adequate social hall on Hollister? Do we see, rather, the temple of the Most High God on earth? Do we see a place where poor, broken-hearted, captives, blind, and otherwise oppressed may come and find healing and find a home? Do we see that place? Though in America folks tend to argue about rights and demand equality that they feel denied, we Christians tend to talk more about responsibilities. And well we should, for we have a high calling to fulfill. We have been given a task for which we will be held accountable I submit to you that St. Paul, writing to St. Timothy, gives us some wise instruction, not only on how to be good Christians in this world, but to be good citizens of America. It should be noted that St. Paul wrote these words in a pagan country in a time of the persecution of Christians. Listen with that in mind to what it is he wrote. He instructs, Timothy, my son, I urge you that supplications, prayers, and intercessions, and thanksgivings be made for all men, for kings, and for all who are in high positions, that we may lead a quiet, peaceable life, godly and respectful in all ways. This is acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who desires that all men be saved and that they come to the knowledge of the truth. St. Paul wrote this while Nero was the emperor of Rome. Nero. Is he really asking St. Timothy to offer supplications, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgivings for all who are in high position, for one of the most wicked rulers ever to rule on the face of the earth. Yet if St. Paul so interceded and so gave thanks for such an emperor, dare we to do less? 
Whether the red states or the blue ones win as the years go by, we in the kingdom of God have a high calling to intercede for the life of the world and for its salvation. That calling transcends whatever opinions or judgments we have otherwise formed in the affairs of this world. St. Paul did not become a a member of the party of Nero. Or did he vote for him? Or did he endorse his policies or his murders, to be sure? Yet still he urged intercession and thanksgiving be made for all. That is how we Christians respond to adversity, to impending persecution, to persecution for which we are anxious, to to being marginalized for which we are anxious. We do not respond to it with war. We respond to it with intercession and thanksgiving. Dare we not do what St. Paul has instructed us, what our Lord has commanded, that we may live in peace, for God will judge in, in the end. So on this new year, I beg you to be energized by the declaration of the Lord himself. Again, I ask, are you poor, brokenhearted, or captive, or blind, or otherwise oppressed? Then rejoice, because a better day has come for you. And if the Lord has blessed you not with poverty, but rather with wealth, or if you have a happy heart rather than a broken one, or if you are free and not a prisoner, if you see with clear eyes and are the slave of no man, if that is your lot, then rejoice, Give thanks. Here in the kingdom of God, we are given all things that we might share all things. One poet once said, God came to make the rich poor and the poor holy. Here at the table, all things are new. Glory to God.